What is going on guys? Josh Milliken here from the Morning Cup with Josh. Real quick, I want to say thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, the support means everything to me. I hope everybody had a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, whatever you guys celebrate, doesn't matter. I just hope you had a good week. Uh, hopefully spent with friends and family. Um, today I went to Pax and Beneficia Coffee, which is six weeks of coffee. It's the last week of six weeks of coffee. And at the end, I tally up who won in each category. And of course, quote of the day at the end. Can't forget the quote of the day. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Three, two, one. Welcome back to the Morning Cup with Josh. As always, my name is Josh, I am the host, and uh, today marks the end of a very fun six weeks traveling to different coffee shops all around Dallas-Fort Worth, well, mostly Dallas and a little bit in Irving, which is where I went today, um, to try coffee, different types of coffee, different styles of coffee, um, and today is the last day of that. Uh, if you guys are listening, I hope everybody had a Merry Christmas, uh, or, you know, Happy holidays, I should say. Um, you know, whatever you celebrate. Uh, I hope it was a fun time spent with family and friends and just, you know, I hope everything was good over the last week. Um, whatever you celebrate, like I said. Personally, I had a great Christmas. I uh, celebrated with my family down here in Texas. Um, today is the sixth episode of the Six Weeks Coffee, so I'm going to talk about the shop I went to today. And then I'm going to tell you guys who won in each of the three, well, four categories, the black coffee, the iced coffee, the specialty drink, and then, of course, the bonus round, which is like the atmosphere, which is an interesting ending. And I'll have to figure out a way to decide. So, here we go. Um, oh, of course, we'll do quote of the day at the end. But, Pax and Beneficia Coffee in Irving, Texas, is where I went today. And... It was interesting to say the least. It was a, it was a great experience. It's a far drive, but the coffee is well worth it. Um, and we're gonna get into that. Um, so right off the bat, with the black coffee, uh, it scored an eight on flavor, an eight on balance, an eight on quality, eight in freshness, and a six in cost. Um, as much as I would love to do a live taste test for this place, uh, because it seemed like everything I drank, I was like, wow, wow, wow. Um, it was 35 minutes away. By the time I would have got all the drinks back here and did a live testing, um, the drinks probably would have been cold or just not as good and not as fresh as they're supposed to be. Kind of, you know, ruins the results. So, um, but I had it there and the black coffee was very, very flavorful. Um, I couldn't necessarily tell what flavor I was getting from it. Um, almost like a sweeter type. Um, not necessarily fruity, but uh, I don't know. It wasn't very acidic. It wasn't very bitter. Um, it was surprisingly smooth for a black coffee. Probably one of the smoothest I've had. Um, it was balanced perfectly. Um, but unfortunately, it got a six on cost because it was $3.23 just for a small drip. Um, I thought that was pretty expensive, uh, but... This place is, it's a pretty expensive place, um, but I think that ties into what they specialize in, which of course I'll get to at the end. Um, I'm really excited about the specialty drink when I talk about it, so I'm probably going to rush through the black coffee and the iced mocha a little bit, um, but 
they're pretty simple simple drinks so um but those brought the total of the black coffee to 38 out of 50 uh, i think it's the second or third highest scoring one um i didn't do first second third on here i just did first because if you ain't first you're last <clears throat> don't take that advice uh moving on to the iced coffee it was absolutely delicious um the espresso was great. I could really, I could taste the espresso, but it was also very, very sweet chocolate. It tasted like they were using like real, like fresh chocolate. I don't know if they were. Um, they were very, they were pretty busy when I was there. I didn't want to, you know, take up anybody's time and ask too many questions about it. But it tasted like they had like melted a Ghirardelli chocolate bar and just put it right in the coffee. It was very, very delicious. Um, it was $5 for that. Um... I'll be honest, I was having a conversation with the guy about the uh, the Turkish coffee, so I forgot to get an extra shot of espresso. I don't think it's going to skew the results at all because I could still tell how good and high, high quality it was just by drinking that. Um, got a 9 out of 10 on flavor, 9 on balance, 9 on quality, 9 on freshness, and an 8 on the cost. Just because it was $5, it was a little bit pricey for a small. Um, I didn't even get the large. I don't know what the large was, probably $5, $5 $56. dollars <clears throat> but it got nines pretty much everywhere else. Uh, the flavor was absolutely great, like I said. It was balanced well, even though the chocolate was very rich, very sweet. I still got a lot of espresso taste. Um, the quality, you could just tell that they really cared about the way their coffee was perceived. You could tell that they cared a lot about the people drinking their coffee, um, and that kind of gave it a little extra touch. Um, freshness, not only was it espresso, so that I usually with the espresso is like an instant eight out of 10 because it's espresso, it's brewed right there. But um, like I said, something about it tasted like very fresh chocolate. Like it wasn't a syrup or a powder, but almost like it was like fresh chocolate. I gotta sneeze. False alarm? All right, false alarm. It's, it's tingling in there. Um, but no, a 9 out of 10 on freshness, it was great. Um, it tasted like everything in there was fresh. Like they got the milk from the cow, chocolate from wherever chocolate comes from, and, you know, obviously it's espresso. So 44 out of 50, it actually, that got second place on the iced mocha um, thing, which you guys will find out what's first place at the end. Um but now it's time to talk about the best part about this trip. I drove 35 minutes just for this one drink. This one drink is all I cared about. I was a little upset, but I wasn't. Before I talk about it, let's do a little bit of, you know, uh, let, me, let me explain a little bit. So Turkish coffee uh, is traditionally brewed in like hot sand. And they sit there and it boils and then they pull it out. And when it boils, it's like, I don't know how it works. The guy was kind of explaining it to me. And I asked him, I said, look, is your guys' Turkish coffee in the sand? Because if it is, like, I'd love to take a couple videos of it. Um, and actually, I forgot my camera anyways. But I told him, I was like, yo, like, if it's in sand, I really want to take a couple videos on my phone. Um, he said that'd be fine. But unfortunately, it wasn't sand. It was on a hot plate. Um, but basically, what they do is, that, at least at PAX and Beneficia, uh, they take a hot plate and they take a little bit of water, just a little bit. I think it was about six ounces of water and they set it on the hot plate until it starts to boil. When it boils, they take very fresh and very finely ground uh, coffee 
from Turkey, which uh, Turkish coffee has a kind of a spice to it, which I'll talk about. Um, and they pour it in there and then it bubbles kind of like, I think is how he said it. It, it, I don't know. Cause the water's boiling. So it brews it really fast and they take it off the heat and then they kind of like apply it here and there and then it brews it. And then it's, it's, so it's very small. It was only six ounces of coffee. Uh, it was $6. We'll talk about that too. Um, but yeah, I didn't know what to expect. I've never had Turkish coffee. I didn't look up what people think about it. I didn't, you know, watch any reviews on it. I just went in there with an open mind and an open palate. And I had some Turkish coffee for the first time, which was uh, absolutely amazing. Right off the bat, a 9 out of 10 on flavor. And I didn't give it a 9. I didn't give it a 9 out of 10 um, because I liked the flavor. I gave it a 9 out of 10 because of the uniqueness of the flavor. Um, it was good. Is it something I would drink every time I went to a coffee shop? No. And it's not because I didn't like the coffee. It's just, it's not necessarily the coffee that I would like to drink on a daily basis. For the balance, I gave it an 8, but I don't know how to... I don't really know what to expect with uh, with a Turkish coffee. I don't know if it's supposed to be a little more spicy or a little more bitter, or a little more bold, or you know anything more smooth or not. Um, he said that it's supposed to be kind of an in between between a black drip coffee and a like an espresso, as far as like the strength of it. And it was it was pretty in between. Um, I ended up just giving it an eight. I thought that was. You know, it wasn't like too spicy where that's all I could taste. I could still taste some of that, that traditional coffee flavor. But um, it kind of, in a way, is like Ethiopian coffee. Ethiopian has a very kind of like a sweet, fruity-ish type flavor. And um, it's one of those things where either you like it or you don't. And this one, I, I really, really liked. Um, Ethiopian coffee, I'm not a huge fan of. But this, it was great. Um... For the quality, guys, this is the first time this has happened on the six weeks of coffee. The quality, I gave it the 1-0, a 10, a 10 out of 10. The quality of it, I think it just has something to do with how it's made, the thought and, and the, I don't want to say the love, but the way it's made is so, like, it takes a lot to do it. And it's, it's very high quality coffee. It's very finely ground. Um, and for the freshness, I gave it a 10 too, because it's essentially like espresso, like it's brewed right there and it's fresh. It's, it's fresher than espresso. Um, so I got a 10 out of 10 on the quality and the freshness. Um, the cost, I, I gave it an eight. It's $6 for six ounces of Turkish coffee. And I still gave it an eight. You might be thinking why, why that's a, that's a lot of money for eight hours for six ounces of coffee. <laughs> But think about what you're getting. That's something I've never even heard of coffee shops in this area doing that other than packs. So um, I feel like you kind of factor in what you're getting and then how much you're paying for it. And then it's kind of like, you know, is it worth the $6? 100%. I think it's something you should try whether you're a black coffee drinker or not. And the guy told me, he said, traditionally, you don't put creamer. Uh, some people put sugar. But in Turkey, like they don't drink creamer. It's it's 
you know, they put a little bit of water in to dilute it and maybe a little bit of sugar. I told him, I said, look, I'm an espresso guy. I'll drink straight espresso, you know, espresso on the rocks. I'm not going to add anything to it because I think it's more genuinely um, like the coffee. You get a more uh, like straightforward taste if you don't alter it at all, I guess, if that makes sense. Um, but gosh, it was so good. So it was kind of spicy, like I said, but not like, like a hot spicy, almost like a chai like a chai tea spice um and he told me what the main spice in turkish coffee is and i completely forgot it so i apologize kind of went right over my head um so it was it was very different it was good but it was very different i think the difference of it and the uniqueness is what kind of bumped it up on the on the specialty drink scale because how many other places are you going to be able to walk in and watch them brew coffee on a hot plate for you and i got it to go well, I got it. I drank it there, but I got it to go just because the cups are, you know, it's easier. I don't feel like if I want to throw something away, I can just throw the cup away instead of, you know, just leaving the glass on the table. But for the Turkish coffee, it's served on like a plate and it comes in like, there's like a little thing that holds the coffee. There's a little, like a shot glass of water and then like a little cup and you drink it out of the cup. Like it's, it's hard to explain. Um, I didn't get it. I got it in a to-go cup. But, you know, it was, it's the same coffee. Um, but yeah, and then the bonus round, I gave it a nine. They offered alcohol and, a, like, some food here and there. It was more, like, snacky stuff. But the reason I gave it a nine was because of the Turkish coffee. Like I said, that's something that attracts. That's their specialty. It's like, hey, I go here because I want to try Turkish coffee. And I did. Uh, but, yeah. It was great. Uh, highly recommend it. And if you guys are ever in the Dallas, Fort Worth, Irving, Arlington, basically anywhere in this area, go there and try their coffee. It's great. Um, so let's get into who won. Who won in each category? I wanted to try and do something for who won. Like, I don't know. I had a couple ideas, but they didn't go through. So that's not important. Um, but basically I, for each of the four categories, I wrote down what shop won and what their score was out of 50. Um, so let's go ahead and start with the black coffee. Um, and of course I'll talk about it. Um, so the black coffee summer moon was the winner at a 42 out of 50. Um, the, it was the fire roasted coffee. Uh, the fire roasted coffee was amazing that that kind of smoky flavor with the barbecue taste after and um something about being able to go somewhere and and try something that's not as popular it's the same thing with packs you know you can go there and get something that not everybody offers and it was absolutely amazing uh best black coffee i've ever had besides a pour over pour overs are still my favorite black coffee but as far as a unique black coffee um Summer Moon. You know, Summer Moon was weird for me because I kind of wanted to put the fire roasted black coffee in the specialty drink because that's what they specialize in. But then I was told that like, hey, like that's just kind of our black coffee. But we have this stuff called Moon Milk. And that's what I ended up doing for the specialty drink so I could get both of them in. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, 42 out of 50 on the Summer Moon black coffee. That one takes a cake. Uh, it was delicious. If you guys ever have a chance to try fire roasted coffee, if it's anything like Summer Moon's, I would highly, highly, highly recommend it. 
<clears throat> um, for the iced mocha, uh, Nerdvana, located in Frisco, Texas. That's also where Summer Moon is located. Uh, scored a 45 out of 50. Uh, that one was like my ideal iced mocha. It was very, very like the balance between the chocolate and the espresso was very, very good. Um, it wasn't a lot of ice. It wasn't like ice all the way down. They, it was, they put a little bit of ice in the top, uh, kind of just chilled it. So the drink was more room temperature, less than like cold. Um, but it was great. The flavors were great. I just remember it being very smooth, um, very light and, you know, probably the best iced mocha, um, I've ever had. Obviously I've had some that are right up there with it. Uh, but out of this whole six weeks, that one blows me away. Um, like I said, 45 out of 50 Nirvana. It was, it was a great place to go. If you guys are ever in Frisco, check it out. Um, specialty drink was the one that I went to today. Pax and Beneficia, the Turkish coffee. Scored a 45 out of 50. Um, you know, that's one of those things where you're never going to get to try that all over the place. You know, it's going to be more of a very, very, very slim, specialized type of coffee, uh, unless you go to Turkey. I want to go to Turkey and try it there, see if it's any different. Uh, obviously, it's brewed in sand. This one was brewed on a hot plate, but it's the same theory. It's the same way, like the same style, I guess, but um, obviously, there's going to be that difference. But 45 out of 50, I'm not going to talk too much about that because I just did, but Let's get into the bonus round. The bonus was a three-way tie. Tied at a 9 out of 10 was Ascension, Starbucks, and Pax and Beneficia. Pax and Beneficia got the 9 just because of the Turkish coffee and kind of what it stood for. Um, you know, kind of what that shop was founded um, on, and that's the Turkish coffee. Starbucks got a 9 out of 10 because it's Starbucks. Like, you can literally get anything at Starbucks. You can get food, lunch, like snacks, lunch, um, all different types of drinks. You know, it's it's a household name as far as coffee goes. And it's just kind of, it's Starbucks is like a word to mouth, basically. You know, everybody knows about it. Um, Ascension got a 9 out of 10 because my experience there was amazing. You know, you kind of get weighted on instead of ordering at a counter. Um, the coffee was great. The sandwiches are great. They offer desserts. They offer beer. They offer wine, pastries. It was essentially like a Starbucks on a smaller scale and, and fancy. It was like a fancier Starbucks, basically, but only in the Dallas area. Um, so I want to break the tie. Pax and Beneficia is automatically not it. Even though it did score a nine like the other two, it doesn't have that that depth. Uh, I, I gave it a nine just because of the specialty that comes along with that Turkish coffee. Uh, between Starbucks and Ascension, I'm going to give it to Ascension. Starbucks is great. It's a household name, like I said, but Ascension is like fancier on a smaller scale, just like I said. And I feel like Ascension's kind of like, you're not going to get to experience a lot of coffee shops like that, that are fancy, but have great coffee that's still affordable. Um, and yeah, you know, I thought Ascension's great. I still go there all the time. You know, I don't go there just for the six weeks. I threw it in the six weeks because I've had their coffee and I knew it would be a competitor. Um, unfortunately, it didn't win on anything else, but what do you know? It won on the bonus round, so 
Um, yeah, I don't, you know, I, the, the six weeks of coffee I did was a lot of fun. Um, I want to do stuff like that again. I want to do more, like, trying new things, kind of going outside my my comfortability, I guess, is the, is the way to say that. Um, so the quote of the day is, the secret of getting ahead is getting started. Sounds pretty simple, right? Right? You'd think like, hey, you know, if you wanna, if you wanna, if you wanna get ahead, you gotta start, you know? I, something I see a lot is people, especially on social media, and I've talked about this before, it's like, I wanna be to that point in my life. I'm, I'm here, I wanna be here, but you're not gonna do that unless you start. I almost wish I would have saved this quote for next week, but I already started it. Um, you know, I I guess I just feel like it's one of those things where actually, you know, what? I'm going to talk about it in this episode because New Year's Eve is coming up. I hate New Year's resolutions. I think they are the dumbest thing ever. New Year's should not be an excuse for you to come up with a new elaborate plan to eat, be healthier, be more fit, you know, get a new job, be happier. You should want that stuff anyways. If you want it, you know, if it's November and you're like, man, like that turkey really got to me, but you know what? My New Year's resolution is I'm going to be hitting the gym. Why not start now? It's like, oh, after Thanksgiving, I ate 27 pounds of turkey, you know, but I'll just, at New Year's, I'll get a gym membership. Just do it now. You know, I, I think New Year's is such a dumb con. The New Year's resolution is such a stupid concept, and it's literally an excuse for people to put out on Facebook and on Instagram and on Twitter, you know, what they want to make better about themselves. And, and, and personally, I think it's an attention grabber. I think it's a way for people to say, you know, oh, look at me. This is what I want to do. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. If you guys have New Year's resolutions, that's great. You know, if it's if that's the only way you can motivate yourself, then do it. But personally, for me and and myself, I've never made a New Year's resolution. I've always if I want to do something, I start it. I started working out a month and a half ago because I wanted to you know I wanted to start working out. I wanted to slim down a little bit. I didn't wait for New Year's Eve. I didn't wait for New Year's Day to go get a gym membership. I drove to the gym, walked in and got a membership. The day I was like, man, you know what? I want to start working out. I just went and did it. I, I think the idea of a New Year's resolution is something that it's a way for you to kind of put off what you want to do, if that makes sense. Like if it's August and you're like, man, like I, I want to get a new job, but or I want to be happier. But, you know, what? my New Year's resolution is going to be to start cutting out the toxic people in my life. Just cut those toxic people out now. There's no reason for you to hang on to them or for them to hang on to you or for them to leech on to you for you to cut them off in, in January. Just cut them off. If you want to get rid of toxic people in your life, get rid of toxic people in your life. That's all you have to do. Um, but if you really want to get ahead in life and you want to you want to start your business earlier, you want to graduate from college earlier, you have to get started. When I was in high school, I could have gotten my associate's degree you know, a semester or two after I graduated because I could have dual enrolled and taken all these general education college classes in high school, but I didn't. Do I wish I did? Not necessarily because I enjoyed what I did in high school. I enjoyed going to the career center um, and learning about aviation and all that stuff. But 
if you don't do it, you can't complain about it. You know, that's kind of, you know, if, if you are like, man, like, I just, I wish I would have gotten my associate's degree while I was still in high school. You know, you could have, you just didn't decide to get started. So the people that are like, man, I'm going to have my bachelor's degree two years after high school, you know, and you're like, man, I want to get ahead like that. You have to start. You have to want to get ahead. If you want to lose 50 pounds, you got to start, you know? Oh, you know, summer is about seven or eight months away. Uh, you know, spring break, I'll, you know, spring break, I'm going down to, to South Padre Island in Texas. You know, I'm, I got to start my beach bod around, you know, March. No, 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 you get started now. You, if you want a beach bod for spring break, start working out, start going to CrossFit, start eating better. You know, ditch the hot, you know, the, the, the fast food, ditch McDonald's. I, it's hard for me, but you got to ditch In-N-Out. I love In-N-Out. I, I ate there like two days ago, but you have to learn to start cutting out things that you want changed right when you think about it. You need to start doing these things when you think about it. And that's how you're going to get ahead. If that made sense, I kind of went off the rails, but you know. Hopefully what I said made sense. It did to me. Um, hopefully it did to you too. But now I got that out of the way, I think that's all I have for you guys today. Um, if you guys liked the six weeks, uh, you know, that type of thing I did, uh, make sure you guys let me know. Maybe in the future I can do something else like that. Um, next week's episode is going to be the last episode of season one. Um, I'm going to be taking a short break. Uh, and, and the reason I'm going to be taking a short break is for my creative, uh, you know, my creativeness, I guess my creativity. That's the word I'm looking for. Good job, Josh. Um, also we got some big things happening, um, that I don't necessarily want to talk about yet. Um, but you guys will see once season two starts. But make sure you guys tune in next week for the very last season of, or the very last episode of season one. Um, I got some stuff to talk about in that one that's going to be pretty exciting. So that is all I have for you guys today. If you guys want to follow me on social media, Facebook is Josh Milliken, um, Instagram is Milliken6, and YouTube is Joshua Milliken. That is part of the break I'm taking. Might be having some YouTube stuff in the works. I'm stoked. Um, but yeah. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, whether you guys are listening in the morning, the day, or the night. Thanks for tuning in to The Morning Cup with Josh. Catch you guys next time.